Good morning, rise and shine. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Good morning to every last one of you. I'm Dr. K. These are key moments to empower your life with Christ. Go ahead and tag, share, and invite your friends and let someone know that you're here. And while you're doing that, let's see those keys and those hearts. Those keys and those hearts. Those keys are because God desires to give us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever we bind in earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever we loose in earth will be loose in heaven. Let me know where you're listening in from. If you're up hanging out with me this morning, some are resting and um, they deserve to rest today. It's okay. And you'll catch the replay. And if you're listening to the replay, I want to say thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning to my husband from wherever he is listening from. Good morning to you. Good morning to our key team. Good morning to you. And thanks for joining us on this morning. I am so excited to be here with every last one of you. Ha <laughs> ha. We are so excited. I just keep saying we're so excited because this word this morning is absolutely phenomenal. I, I hope you had a wonderful weekend. Straight up. Hope you had a wonderful, 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 wonderful weekend. Weekend. And I know that I definitely had a wonderful weekend and I'm excited. The Lord is doing just amazing things at the beginning of this year. And I just cannot wait to see how the Holy Spirit of God is going to unfold everything that he is allowing us to walk into in this season. I mean, when I say us, I'm talking about me, you and the crew, <laughs> me, you and the whole crew. I am so excited to see how the Lord is going to unfold that. As we say the name Jesus all up and down the timeline, Tamika from North Carolina, our international family is chiming in. Hey Liz, how are you? As we say the name of Jesus, um, we're going to say his name and his name, you know, and his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Y'all hear the pages of my heart turning. When you hear um, in the background, you know, um, pages turning, that's me searching the word of God and it's I mean it's it is what it is right I mean y'all will be okay <laughs> let's go into a word of prayer father in the name of Jesus we thank you and we glorify you for being who you are we say Holy Spirit of God speak Holy Spirit of God lead Holy Spirit of God guide Holy Spirit of God, show us what you need us to see on this wonderful morning as we move forward with key powerments. Key moment to empower your life with Christ, my life with Christ. For truly, he is the only true and living God. And we glorify you. And we thank you for these listeners that are chiming in now. And we thank you now, Father, that they are submitted to hear the word of God through your vessel that you've chosen for such a time as this, for this ground. And we glorify you in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Amen and amen. So, um, you know, if you guys are um, wanting to get a summation of what we talk about, um, look for Stephanie McAllister. And if you are wanting to get the scriptures, uh, look for Miosha or Miche. Um, they will put the scriptures up for you. And I'm so grateful for each and every last one of you. I need for you guys, if you could um, just go ahead and type the topic down, um, because it's imperative that you understand what the Spirit of the Lord God is going to say today. Hear it, believe it, and walk in it. Hear it, believe it, and walk in it. Hear it, believe it, and walk in it, because um, the Spirit of the Lord God is going to minister something here today. So let's go to Luke the 17th chapter, Luke the 17th chapter, verses 11 
through 19. Um, I hope that you bring a pen and paper when you come here to Key Powerment um, because we are definitely, definitely combing the Word of God here because, you know, so many people have different things that they say, but, you know, I like just extracting from the Word of God because, you know, when you, when you, when you, when you read it from the Word of God, and you gain the understanding that the Holy Spirit of God desires for you to understand, it it changes the trajectory of your walk. So Luke, the 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19, it says here, I'm reading from the King's James Version of the Bible. It says, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Those are two different nations. It, that's another topic within itself. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when Jesus saw them, he said unto them, Go show thyself unto the priest that is powerful wow holy spirit i'm sorry guys you guys gotta deal with the illumination in my spirit along with me as i read because that was powerful what the holy spirit of god just illuminated in my spirit so i'm gonna give it to you guys as well but it was powerful for me so um, you guys go on journeys with me as, as the Holy Spirit of God gives me stuff on the spot for you. I'm going to read that again. It says, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourselves unto the priest. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet and giving him thanks, he was a Samaritan. Lord have mercy. And Jesus answering saying, where are not, were there not 10 cleansed? There are, where are they? <laughs> where are the nine? Watch this. There are not found, but returned to give glory to God, except this stranger. You know, last night as I was um, in service, I had two services on last night. And, um, you know, the Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And when we understand that the steps have been ordered by the Lord, we won't question so many things. We won't. You know, we won't, we won't, we won't try to reason with life. <laughs> we reason together, not with life. There are just certain things that we just should not reason with as it pertains to who we are in God. When it comes down to our life, knowing who we are, we just cannot, there is no, there are no options in a sense. Um, especially when we get these unctions from the Holy Spirit of God. And when you receive these unctions from the Holy Spirit of God to do something, it behooves you to do it. You know, last night, uh, my husband and I, we we went on a date. 
And um, after our date, I, I felt a an unction in my spirit. I said, I need to go to this service that I believe the spirit of the Lord God is calling us to go to. And we sat in front of the garage in the car and um, we just, we would just, you know, sit in there. And he was like, well, let's just go with what we have on. I'm like, I'm not going to service in a pair of jeans that I got. Cause you know, I love, I loved um, shredded jeans. That's something that I love. I love jeans that are, that look raggedy and tackety. That's just me. Right. And so I was like, well, I'm not going to go to church in these raggedy tackety jeans, you know? And then I was like, well, maybe I should go, <laughs> you know? I shot them all, you know, but I was like, let me go inside and, and, and put on a, a, you know, a skirt or some, you know, another pair of pants or something. Right. And so I went in, I threw on a better pair of jeans um, that was not raggedy because I love the raggedy vintage look. That's just me. And um, I went to the church and, you know, the service started at a certain time. So we were like, I'm not lying. We were like an hour late, uh, according to our mind. We were like an hour late. And so when we got there, um, you know, I was sitting down and I was listening. I was like, okay, God, you got us. And now I'm sitting in the service and I'm like, okay, Lord, you got us here. <laughs> this message is not for me. I was just like, okay, you know, all right, you know. And I was sitting there and I was just like, okay, you know, Lord, okay. But I didn't move, even though I didn't see the evidence of why the spirit of the Lord God um, unctioned us to go there, um, we sat there because we knew the Holy Spirit of God told us to go. In the discussion, we knew he told us to go. At the very last minute, he told us to go. Um, and so what had happened was, because I told the pastor that I wasn't coming because I was going on a date with my husband, but the Holy Ghost turned my plans around. So, you know, he was shocked when he saw us coming to the church because I told him we weren't coming, but, you know, I didn't even have time to tell him that we were coming. So, you know, we get there, we sitting down and, you know, the whole service ends and, you know, I go to the restroom, I come back and I'm just chilling. I'm just, you know, I'm just chilling and I'm just standing there and, you know, I really don't have anything to say to the guest preacher, you know, the apostle that had ministered and the pastor that was there. I was just like, you know, God bless you. And he was like, oh, you know, I heard so much about you. And I was like, oh, it's nice to meet you and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't really have anything to say to him. It was just like, you know, the Lord be with you. Peace be with you. And, um, you know, the pastor, I was like, you know, the Lord bless you. And he's a best friend of mine, you know, because I tend to get along better with men than I do with women. For some unknown reason, I don't know, that's how God made me, right? And so, um, you know, 90% of my, my, my colleagues in ministry are men. That's just the way it, my husband knows it. He's used to it and he's, he's, he's okay with it. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just standing there and I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm not moving until I feel the unction to leave the church because that's how I am. So I'm just standing there looking around and I'm like, okay. So, you know, I grab my, 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 um, I grab my, my shawl and I, you know, I grab my bag and I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit. You know, so I'm getting ready to go. I, I don't want to leave, but I'm, getting, I'm I'm preparing to leave. And all of a sudden, this guy pops up in my spirit, and he walks over to me, and he just says, hello, apostle. Good evening. It's an honor to meet you. He says, it's an honor to see you. He said, um, the Lord bless you. And I said, the Lord bless you as well. And, you know, um, I just begin to talk to him, and boom, something began to just pop in my spirit. And as it began to pop in my spirit, the tears just began to well up in his eyes. And he says, oh, my gosh. And he says, I was sitting there um, with this scripture 
that you just said in my spirit. And I was asking the Lord for clarity concerning what you just spoke. You just spoke the answer to what I was asking God the question about. You just gave direction to my life. God used you. And it just, he was just broken. I mean, just broken. So I said, okay, Lord, I see now why you sent us here and we received the message. And so, um, you know, he began to talk to me, the man of God began to talk to me and he was like, you know, the scripture that rose up in my, in my spirit was about the 10 lepers and you start talking about it. And as I'm talking about the 10 lepers, the Holy Spirit of God was like, yeah, I need you to talk about this tomorrow. Keep powerments. Now I wasn't talking about it to him. I was, I thought I was talking, I thought the Holy Spirit of God was talking to me about it for keep powerments, but if for some reason it just blurted out of my mouth. Right. And, and I didn't know that the man of God was sitting there thinking about the lepers. And I was just like, he was like, that scripture just popped into my spirit. And I was asking God why it popped into my spirit. I had no direction. I didn't know what God was saying. All I know is I just heard the Holy Spirit of God say 10 lepers. So I'm like, okay, you know. So, you know, um, you know, when we hear the Holy Spirit of God speak, when we hear the Holy Spirit of God speak, what do you do? What do you do when the, when the Holy Spirit of God begins to speak? Are you waiting to see what God is saying before you move and what he says? You know, such is the case here with the 10 lepers. I love this because um, it, as the Spirit of the Lord God began to illuminate some things in my spirit concerning this text of the scripture, as I was reading this to you, what popped out to me in the text of the scripture was verse 14. And this is how come I was like, wow, God, amongst everything that uh, popped out to me, this is what the Holy Spirit of God illuminated to me in verse 14. It says here, and when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself to the priest. Now, what's so amazing here is that Jesus, as we begin to look at the scripture, there were two nations that Jesus had to pass through the midst of, Samaria and Galilee. Those were two nations, right? So we know the Samaritans were the Gentiles and the Jews that were mixed together, which caused them to be Samaritans. It was the clean and the unclean, as they say, mixed together, which caused a breed, in a sense, quote unquote, or the nation of Samaritans or Samaritans. And so what has happened is when Jesus entered into this certain village, he met 10 men that were lepers that stood afar off. Now, which this indicates to me that people, Lord have mercy, who were diagnosed with this unclean disease traveled in packs. Uh, and so you have to understand that in the Old Testament, what happened was when a leper came into the mist, he had to pronounce himself a leper before he could make his 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 appearance in a sense because he had to alert the people that he was in the midst although he was separated he still had to make his disease known lord have mercy he had to make his disease known and what had happened is these lepers they began to travel and they traveled in packs now i asked the spirit of the lord god this morning as i was traveling as i was traveling through the word of god i said you know lord there were 10 there were 10 uh, plagues, there were 10 commandments, there were 10 lepers, and there were 10 um, 
there were there were there were ten versions, five wise and five foolish, which represents forty. That's another topic within itself. But I begin to put these numbers together. And as I begin to put these numbers together, the Spirit of the Lord God really begin to illuminate me because when he begins to allow me to start prophetically tapping into his prophetic numerology for scripture, I know that the Spirit of the Lord God is speaking to me concerning a particular topic. And so what had happened was these group of lepers or this pack of lepers, they, they, they begin to come towards Jesus and they lifted up their voice and they said to Jesus watch this master have mercy on us which means that when they called him master they called him master because they submitted to who he was as their master now you have to understand something a master has the ability to give you something that you can't obtain within yourself. When you call someone master, that means you are a bond servant to them. Listen to me. You That means that now you have positioned yourself in a place to serve them. You have become enslaved to them. And so what has happened is now I need for you to provide something. I now need for you, y'all going to get this in just a minute. I now need for you to give me something. I now am a bond servant to you. So when they went to Jesus, they recognized him as a master. And they said, master, we are now submitted to you and are your, we are your slaves right now. And what happens is, is we need you now to have mercy on us. Because most of the time, when you look at times and slavery, you they want their, their master to have mercy on them. It is what it is. So the mentality of the lepers were really not what God wanted them to have. But you know, God, he works with us where we are. That's another topic within itself. He saw them and he said unto them, go show yourself to the priest. Now, this is what blew my mind about this. Because in Leviticus, and you will go and study it in your own time, in Leviticus, the 14th chapter, this is why you have to understand prophetic numerology. Because in the 14th verse of Luke 14, in the 14th chapter of Leviticus 14, both with L's, that's another topic within itself. Leviticus 14 and Luke 17, Luke 17, 14, 5, the number of grace. Y'all going to be all right in just a minute. He said, this is what I need you to do. I need for you to go show yourself into the priest. Now, this is what blew my mind about this. Because in order for you to go show yourself to the priest, in Luke, in Leviticus, the 14th chapter, the priest will examine a leper to see if they are clean. Here's my question. My question as I was reading this was, how in the world were they going to show themselves to the priest when visibly they still had leprosy? Now, that didn't even... Okay, Holy Ghost, they, are, they still have leprosy because in order for you to go to the priest to be examined for leprosy, that means you had to see that you were being healed. That means you had to somewhere in your spirit, in your flesh, somewhere you saw that you didn't have leprosy anymore. So you had to go to the priest to verify and validate you've been healed. The priest then begins to examine you to see if whether or not you are out absolutely seeing what you thought you saw concerning your leprous condition. 
So which means to me that the lepers knew the law. They knew the law, but they didn't see the healing. Y'all going to be all right. They didn't see themselves as being clean. In other words, I don't see that I have a reason or a cause to go to be examined by the priest. But at your word, master, I'm going anyway. Even though I don't see that I'm healed, I still have leprosy. I know what the law says, but I'm going in the direction to the law, even though I don't see the healing. Lord have mercy. Because, because Jesus never said, you are whole, you're healed. Now go to the priest and let him examine you. Because according to the law, you had to, you had to have an indication that you were healed before you went to the priest to be examined. Jesus didn't do that. He said... I need you now. I'm looking at your condition. And because I'm looking at your condition, I need you to now go to who is able to examine your healing. Y'all going to be all right. It just meant, I don't want you to see it before you go. I need you to go before you see it. Because Jesus never said they were healed on the spot. Watch what he said. It says, and it came to pass. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. What? As they went, they were cleansed. They were not cleansed in the presence of Jesus. They had to move with their leprosy in order for the manifestation of this cleansing to come forth. So that means that by the time they got to the priest, they would have been healed, which means that they could not be immobilized. They had to be mobilized through what they heard. This is why the Bible says faith without works is dead. If you go to James, the second chapter, you will read it. The seventh, the second chapter and around the 17th verse, go read it in your own time. It will tell you that faith without works is dead. It also says, show me your faith by your works. Let's go there just so, so you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Let's go there. Because a lot of you are waiting to see God do the miracle. A lot of you are waiting for God to do exactly what he said he's going to do. But because you don't see it, you don't move. Let's go there. It's James, the second chapter. Let's read it now. Let's 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 read this. James, the second chapter. And, and let's 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 really read it here. Okay. So let's start at let's start at uh, verse 17. It says here, even so faith, if it hath no works, is dead being alone. Watch what verse 18 says. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Let's read that one more time. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. So what has happened is, is although these men were not the, the healing or the cleansing, I'm going to say the difference between, it's because there's a difference between a cleansing and a healing, totally different. The cleansing in their flesh, Lord Jesus on my soul, the cleansing in their flesh, the cleansing in their flesh was not manifested in the presence of Jesus. 
in fact, it wasn't manifested in their eyes. It was a process. See, some deliverances are processes. You're not going to be delivered right away in certain, certain, certain circumstances. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be delivered in the process as you keep praising. It doesn't mean you're not going to be delivered in the process as you keep believing and going. It doesn't mean that you're not going to be delivered and God is not going to manifest what he said as you keep. See, the thing is, God is saying, I need you to keep going. All I need you to do is I need you to keep going. I need you to hear it. I need you to believe it. And I need you to move in it. Because what has happened is, is the lepers heard what Jesus said. They believed what Jesus said. They didn't see what Jesus said, but they moved in what he said. Thomas wanted to see the scars of Jesus. And Jesus said to him in John the 20th chapter and the 29th verse, he said, blessed are those who have not seen but believe. I need you to not see your current circumstance. Jesus, God, the Holy Spirit of God, God himself, he needs you not to look at your current circumstance. He needs you to not look at your current situation. He needs you to not look at what you currently have and where you currently are. What did he say? Because what he said is what he should be continuing to say. As you move into what he said, you'll be moving into what he's saying. Because he's a God that changes not. And what he said will manifest as you move in it and believe it's what he's saying. And so he said, I need you to hear it. I need you to believe it. I don't need you to see it because you will see it as you move in it. Listen, by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. Watch what happens here. Watch what happens here, Jamal. Let's go back because I need to show you this because it's going to be absolutely powerful. Somebody say powerful. Yep, it's going to be powerful. Watch here what the scripture says. Watch this. It says here, I need you to go show yourself to the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. What? As they did what? Not as they stood still. Not as they sat back and wait for confirmation. Don't let waiting for confirmation stop the manifestation. Do not let waiting for confirmation stop the manifestation. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't let you waiting for confirmation stop the manifestation. Because not one time that I read where anybody confirmed the word that Jesus spoke to these lepers. They heard the word of God. They moved in what they heard, even though they still had the evidence of the of the of, of the leprosy. They had the evidence of the leprosy. What they looked like didn't look like they were healed. It didn't look like they were cleansed, but they still moved in it. Don't let waiting for confirmation stop the manifestation. Watch this. It came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Not as they sat back and looked for a prophetic word. Not as they sat back and waited for the manifestation of their cleansing. Not as they sat back and waited for a confirmation. They then heard the word of their master and then they moved in what he said to manifest what he was saying. Watch this. It says here, and one of them, one, one of them, one of them. He saw that was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice did what? Glorify God. Lord have mercy. He fell down on his face, giving him thanks, and he was a what? Samaritan, the one who wasn't even supposed to be doing it. He was a Samaritan, <laughs> which means that, watch this now, which means that there was no indication of who had leprosy, but watch this, 
But it amazes me that Jesus passed through Samaria and Galilee. And the Samaritans were those Gentiles who were mixed with the Jews, which produced the Samaritans, which means that the ones who thought they were holy slept with the ones who were not holy and produced Samaritans. Watch this. Which means that those who had leprosy was a mixture because it says here that he put in the midst of the Samaritans and Galilee and he went into this village. But this is the only place which signifies and separates or identifies who actually had leprosy. But I believe in my sanctified spirit that there was a mixture of people who had leprosy that mixed together because of their disease. Good God from God. Which means that there were two cultures and two nations that came together and the thing they had in common was their disease, Lord Jesus. And because they had in common their disease, they dwelt together because they were common together in what they had. That's another topic within itself. The Bible says that who came to Jesus was a Samaritan. It wasn't a Galilean. It wasn't, it wasn't a Jew. It was a Samaritan that came to Jesus. Watch this. And Jesus said to him, where were there not Ten that were cleansed? Where the not ten that was cleansed? Watch this. But where are the nine? Where, where, where the other ones at that, that were cleansed? Watch this. There are not found that returned to give glory to God, but a stranger? <laughs> okay. This sense of entitlement that we have in the body of Christ, it is a spiritual leprosy. Y'all gonna be all right. The Lord have mercy. Okay, here we go. This is what Jesus said to them. I'm, I'm not going to touch that. It says in verse 14, go show yourself unto the priest. This Samaritan got a revelation that blew my mind. See, watch this now. Let's go to Hebrews. I want to go uh, Hebrew 4. Let's go to Hebrews before chapter. I want to go Hebrews before chapter. Watch this. This leprous, this leprous person, this Gentile, I mean, this, yeah, this, this Gentile, this, this, this person, this Samaritan got a revelation that blew my absolute mind. Watch this. In the book of Leviticus, see, see, when you are cleansed, it's supposed to shift you into a place of revelation. It's supposed to shift you into a place of revelation. The sense of entitlement not to give God praise. This blew my mind when the Spirit of the Lord God showed me this. In Leviticus, the 14th chapter, in the Old Testament, you are to go show yourself to the priest to validate or prove, and he is to examine if whether or not you've been cleansed enough to get back into population. <laughs> but when I read Luke, the 17th chapter and the 14th verse, and then I go and I begin to read what this Samaritan did in verse 15. And one of them out of the 10, he saw that he was healed. He, watch this now. It blew my mind. This one person out of the 10 saw that he was healed. He turned back and with a loud voice, he began to glorify God. Now, this is what blew my mind about this, because Jesus gave him instructions, all of them. He said, I need you to go show yourself to the priest. Go show yourself to the priest. While the rest of them were running back, while the nine of them were running back to show themselves to the priest to examine that they had been cleansed, 
one of them turned around and went back to Jesus. Go to Hebrews, the fourth chapter, 14th verse and 15th. Watch the revelation that the one who was supposed to get the revelation got. Watch the revelation in this. Seeing then that we have a great high priest, Lord have mercy on my soul, that is passed into heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our profession, for we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmity, but was in all points tempted like we were, yet without sin. So this one person who was not supposed to be, have gotten the revelation, said, I'm not just going to go to the priest. I'm going to the high priest. And while the rest of them went to the Old Testament, this one Samaritan went to the New Testament. This one Samaritan said, y'all can go to the priest, but I'm going to the high priest. You have to understand something by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, that this one person, as he began to walk in what he did not see. When he saw it, he got the revelation that man did not do this to me, so man cannot examine me. Man did not do this for me. And so I'm going to give glory to the one who is not just the priest, but the high priest. This one person, I'm not supposed to be preaching this morning, Holy Ghost. Oh, Jesus. This one person who I know I submitted myself to. Watch what the Bible said. Watch what the Bible said. Jesus began to tell this one person. He says, because you got the revelation that I am the high priest. He said, this is what I need you to do. He said, I need you now to arise and go thy way. Thy faith has made thee whole. Not only did you get a cleansing, you got a wholeness. I now shifted your cleansing into a realm of the spirit. I now have made you whole. Your faith, your works have made you whole because there is a difference between the cleansing and being made whole. You got to hear me by the leading of the Holy Spirit of God. You cannot wait in this season. You got to move in what you hear God saying in this season. Whatever God said is what he's saying. What are you waiting for? I need for you to ask yourself, what are you waiting for? What confirmation are you waiting for? Let this serve as the confirmation that you heard heard God say that he said what he said and moving what he said. See, I've been waiting for confirmation when I got unction to move to the service, then the manifestation of why God unctioned me would not have come forth. While you're waiting for God to do something, God is waiting for you to do something. You have to hear it, you've got to believe it, and you've got to move in it. I'm not waiting because the Bible said in James the second chapter, show me your faith without your works. <laughs> you show me your faith without your works, and I'll show you dead faith. Lord, have mercy. I, I need my faith to be alive. And this man, he says, wait a minute now. What I'm going to do is I'm now, because I have moved in faith, I did not wait, and neither did I just not, did not just not wait. I went to the high priest. I turned around and recognized who healed me, who cleansed me, and now I'm made whole. I got something greater when when I moved out in faith, somebody say it's time to move. It is time. It's time to move. It's, it, it's time to move. Somebody say, it's time for me to move out in faith. It's time for me to move out in faith. You are waiting to get over 
what you were supposed to walk in based upon. Listen, you got to move upon the instructions of the Lord, not upon the directions of your eyes. It, you know, because this blew my mind when I began to read this because it wasn't like the lepers were already healed before they, they had the faith enough to believe what Jesus said and move with their leprosy. And as they begin to walk, they were cleansed as they moved. Watch what the Bible says here. Watch what it says now. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Not as they waited, not as they waited for confirmation, not as they waited to see the cleansing. They were cleansed as they went. They saw their condition, but they went against what their condition looked like. Because the Bible says again in John 20 and 29, blessed are those who have not seen and believe. I don't need to see it to believe it. And because I believe it, I'm going to move in it until I see it. I don't need to see it to believe it. I'm going to move in it until I see it. Because I understand that my steps have been ordered by the Lord. And because my steps have been ordered by the Lord, when I move in what he said, then what he's saying will be revealed. You have to understand by the Holy Spirit of God that the Bible says those who are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. So as you begin to move according to what you heard God said, see, what you're doing is you're moving towards what you heard God said. See, the direction that you need is in what he said, and what he's saying will lead you further into the direction. And so whatever God said is what you should be moving towards, because what has happened is God said, go show yourself to the priest before you saw the manifestation of your cleansing. The direction in the way you should be be going is in what he said and as you move in the direction of what he said what he's saying will manifest are you all getting this by the leading of the holy spirit of god what are you waiting for what are you waiting for who god said god said god said god said and you're still quoting what god said but you ain't moving in what he's saying hear it believe it move in it Hear it, believe it, move in it. Hear it, believe it, move in it. Hear it, believe it, move in it. One more time. Hear it, believe it, and move in it. Stop waiting to see what God has said and move in what he said to see what he's saying. Don't let doubt and don't let your eyes fool you. What you heard God said is what he's saying. And you're waiting for direction. And he gave you direction. Let's go back and look at the direction. Let's go back. Look. The direction don't sound like direction. It, it don't. It don't sound. It, the direction don't look like direction. The directions don't look like directions. But they're directions. Watch what it says here. <laughs> Watch what he said. This is what the direction that Jesus gave the ten lepers. Ten of them. He said, go Show yourself unto the priest. I need you now. He didn't say, take this road. And, and when you take this road, you're going to go and you're going to make a left. And when you make a left, you're going well, you, you, you to make this left right here. And, and, and then as you go and make this left, you're going to see a light. There's a McDonald's on the corner on the left-hand side when you make the right. 
And then when you see that McDonald's on the left-hand side, when you make that right, I need you to go up the block. Go up the block. Like, it's three blocks down. And when you when you take that block down, you're you going to run into a Starbucks. And, and that Starbucks, when you get to that Starbucks, it's going to be a man waiting for you with a brown envelope. And you open up that envelope. And when you open up that envelope, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have a, some other directions in it. When, and, and when you get that envelope, it's going to be a payphone on the corner. I'm telling my age. And, and when you get that, get you get you a cord, put that dime and the cord in there and put that, you call this number. And when you get that envelope, you call that number that's on that envelope. And then when you call that envelope, that number that's on that envelope, and, and then it would, I'm going to tell you what you need to do when you, when you call. Bring, hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So what happens is, is that is you call me good 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 this is what I want you to do I want you to call me now at 11.05 I need you to get in that red car on the corner of 5th and Madison on 5th on the corner of 5th and Madison there's going to be a red car waiting for you the, the door is already open it's, the door is already open and, and then I need you to get in the car and, and drive the car down to drive it down to 125th street when you drive it into a hundred, no, God is not doing it like that. He ain't doing it like that. He's he's not he's not going to do it like that. Watch this. Go show yourselves unto the what priests with an S, which means that every last one of them had the choice to go to the priest they wanted to. He didn't say, "Now I need you to go to the priest down here." In that in that temple, the the temple with the green emblem on it. Go to the temple of Christ. You did go to the temple of Christ. You, I need you to go to the temple of Bethesda. Go to the temple of Bethesda. I need you to go to the temple of Christ. I need you to go to the temple of Bethesda, and then I need you to go to the temple of Macedonia. And then I need you to go to the temple of Corinth. Then I need you, you, there's four, okay, now I need you to go to, um, you go to the temple, you go to the temple in Asia, of, you go to the temple of Jerusalem, that's where you go, you go to the temple of Jerusalem, that's what, each leper had a choice to go to the priest of their choice based upon them knowing the law, all they had to do was follow what, the, what God had said, the instructions that he gave them in that direction was, go show yourself to the priests, which means that now I'm giving you the choice to follow the law. I'm giving you the choice to follow the word. Lord have mercy. You have a choice to follow the word. And as you follow the word, the word is going to cleanse you. But the revelation in the one person was he didn't just go to the priest. He went to the high priest. Here we go. Because now I've given you instructions in the word. I have directed you to the word. He didn't direct them outside of the word. If you're looking for the confirmation, look at his word. If you're still looking for confirmation, look at his word. Because Jesus never gave them instructions outside of the law. Let's go to Leviticus. Because y'all think I'm playing. Let's go. Let's go to Leviticus. Let's go, let's go to Leviticus. For those of you who said the law, the Old Testament doesn't pertain to us. Yes, it does. Watch this. 
And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, chapter 14, this shall be the law of the leper. I'm going to preach that. And any pastors that's listening on, if you preach it, then I know you already got it from me. And God ain't going to give you the revelation in it because he's going to give me more revelation. Come back and you'll hear it. It says, this shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. He shall, he shall be brought on to the priest. Which means that Jesus gave the word in the New Testament. He went, he directed the lepers to the word. Y'all going to be all right. For, for everybody who said, I live under the dispensation of grace. The Old Testament don't pertain to me. Well, if the Old Testament doesn't pertain to you, why does Jesus keep quoting it? He quoted it in, this, in the garden. He quoted it when he was in the desert in Matthew, the fourth chapter. Why does he keep quoting the Old Testament if the Old Testament doesn't apply to us? This for all the religious people who want to get out of what we're supposed to be doing as it pertains to the full book, the whole scroll. So what happens is, is that he, he directed them back to the word. He says, go show yourself to the priest. And they walked in the word. So as they begin to walk in the word of God, of the word, in the word, and follow the word, cleansing begin to happen. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Hear it, believe it, and move in it. Hear it, believe it, move in it, and you'll see it. In 2024, as you all begin to move in what you heard God say, you will begin to see what God is saying. Hear me. Hear me very clearly. Loud and clearly. The next step of direction that you're waiting for from the Lord. It's going to come as you move in what you heard God say. This... Don't allow you waiting for confirmation to stop the manifestation. Don't delay it anymore because of what you see. Because the lepers did not see the cleansing, yet they moved with being lepers towards what was written. And as they begin to move in their condition, with their condition, the manifestation of the deliverance was seen. Listen to me. One got a revelation and went back, not just to a priest, but a high priest. He says, I'm going to go back and give God the praise. I'm going to go back and give God the glory. Because now I'm looking to the high priest. I got the revelation. I'm going to now give God praise. I'm going to give him glory. See, when you have a sense of entitlement, you will think that Jesus is supposed to do stuff for you. Nah, nah. His, he, God is sovereign. Yes, he is. But he's not supposed to do stuff. See, he, this one person didn't take for granted that Jesus healed him, cleansed him. He did not take that for granted. He turned around and went back to who? The high priest. Jesus told them to go to the priests which means that he gave them a choice on who to go to. Watch this. To, 
to see as a priest. <clears throat> this one person said, I know where y'all going, but I know where I'm going. I'm going to Jesus because now I know I'm supposed to go to the priest, but I'm going to Jesus, which means that he saw his healing and went back and began to glorify God which caused him to operate in another realm in the spirit because the Bible says you've been made whole. Not only was he cleansed, not only was he healed, but he was made whole. Those are three different dimensions. Those are three different realms, three totally different realms. Some of us are cleansed, some of us are healed, but we're not whole. That's another topic within itself. And so because of this, you must understand that as you begin to move in what you heard God say, you will begin to see what he's saying. Move in what you heard him say. Move towards what he said to see what he's saying. The manifestation of direction that you need are going to be revealed in steps. Not like a whole, you watch too many movies. It's not going to be, it, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Not a path, not a whole highway, the steps Remember now, in the Old Testament, when David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. You have to understand that during those days, they tied lanterns onto their feet, to their ankles. And when they begin to tie those lanterns onto their ankles, when they took a step, they, the step that they took was light. It, it began to get, because you could not carry a whole torch and fight. You couldn't carry a torch and look out. So they, they tied lanterns, they tied lamps onto their ankles. And as they begin to walk in the pitch black darkness outside of the stars that were giving light, they begin to see their next step. In other words, God says, I need you to trust me when you can't trace me. I need you to trust me when you can't see me. I need you to tie a lamp onto your feet. This is why I said a lamp, a light into my path, a lamp into my feet. Because I'm tying the lantern onto my ankles and it's lighting up the next step. So the next footstep that I take is, is, is lightened because now God says the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord, not a whole path. And so why God said something, you're waiting for the next step. And God said, I can't even illuminate the next step because you won't walk. You won't walk. You won't walk. See it, believe it, move in it. Where am I going? Towards what was spoken. It's as simple as that. It's not hard. Move towards what was spoken. Move towards what was spoken. See it, hear it, believe it, move in it until it's until you see it. Because when you get there is when it's gonna manifest. It's I'm telling you, the wholeness of it, the, the fullness of it is gonna manifest because we prophesy in part, we see in part, we know in part. All these things we do in part. You can't get to the next part until you get to the next part. <laughs> oh God. Hashtag 21, consistency in any area, develop strength. Don't run, Mache. <laughs> Walk. Consistency in any area, develop strength. We are consistent in understanding the things of God. We are, we are, we are, we are hearing it, we're seeing it, and we're moving in it in, in this season of our life. I don't need you to confirm anything to me. I heard what the Lord said. 
I heard what the Lord said. If anybody's going to confirm anything to me, it's going to be the word of the Lord. It's going to be the word. I don't need to look for you to confirm what the Holy Spirit of God has said to me, especially when I know he said it. If I know he said it, what am I waiting for confirmation for? If anything, I'm waiting for the timing of it. I'm not waiting for the confirmation of it. <laughs> I'm waiting for the timing of it, not the confirmation of it. And the timing of it will come when I feel the unction of the Holy Spirit of God to move towards what he said. And even if I never feel the unction, I'm moving towards what he said anyway by faith. I'm just being honest. <clears throat> it is what it is. It is. I didn't wait for my husband to confirm if whether or not the Holy Spirit of God told us to go to this meeting. He was in agreement with it. There's power in agreement. He knows me after the Spirit. He knows me after the flesh, but he knows me after the Spirit as well. And he said, okay, sweetheart, if you believe the Holy Spirit of God said that, then let's go to the service. And I'm glad that I did because I then allowed the Holy Spirit of God to use me for his glory to help give direction to someone who was struggling with direction. And so you have to, you say, God, I want you to use me for, for your glory, but then you want to dictate the story. It don't work like that. You want to dictate the next path. You want God to prove to you. No, he's already proven himself to you when he spoke to you. <laughs> hashtag 21, hashtag 21, consistency in any area develops strength. You are consistent in understanding the ways of God like you've never understood him in this season. Therefore, you are consistent. You're consistent and you're strong in the manifestation of what God says. Now, listen, you're sowing today and you're giving today. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Do you not know that giving is a principle of God? Listen, when you when you give, you are you are you are you are showing love. Love is an act for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son for God so loved the world that he gave, you know, and God loves a cheerful giver freely give freely receive you freely give. Giving is a principle that will never as long as the earth shall remain, there shall be seed time and harvest. What is that? I give the seed it produces a harvest. I have to give the seed in order for it to produce a harvest. That is the law of reciprocity. It never, ever changes. And it doesn't matter who gives. It doesn't matter if you are a believer or not. That law remains in existence and it will remain. And it doesn't matter who does it. It's a principle that has a great effect. And God honors that because he's a giver. It doesn't matter. If you give a seed, it's going to meet the need. If I release a seed, it's gonna, when I give, it's going to produce. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's a believer and it doesn't matter if it's an unbeliever. God reigns on the just as well as the unjust because God honors his words and he honors his principle because that's just the kind of God we serve. And I have been on here and I've been ministering for such a long time here. And there have been many people who have grown and I've heard my messages preached many times and many preachers listen to the messages of key empowerments and they peek in and they get their Holy Ghost ear and their message and they run with it. And the Holy Ghost allows me to see it. And sometimes I have to go on people's pages, the preacher's pages and say, you got that from key empowerment. Please give me the credit. Now, I'm being honest. You, you, this, because it will be the same day or the same week or the, within the same month. And I know the Holy Spirit of God gave that to me. And they'll go, oh, I'm sorry, woman of God. Oh, I'm sorry, woman of God. And they'll admit that they stole it from key empowerments. I'm being honest, but they never sow. They never give. They never, they never, but they'll get on here. They'll peek in. They'll hear it. They'll hear the message and they'll go and they'll preach it and they'll act like God gave it to them, but it won't have no power and no effect. And the Holy Ghost will let me pop online and I'll look online and I'll say, oh, and I'll go right in their inbox. It's like, nah, you can't, you, that you ain't doing to me. I'll go right in that preacher's inbox and I'll be like, you were on key empowerments. You heard that and you need to stop plagiarism. 
Stop it right now. Because that's how God made me. I've always confronted stuff. And I don't need a oh, I don't need a I don't need a I don't need a, a crowd to confront nothing. And I don't have to prove anything to anybody. Because I'm not looking for entertainment. I'm not looking to entertain nobody. And I don't need to I don't need to do all that exposing and all that. I don't I know who I am in God. You know, I always confronted my enemies one-on-one -on -one anyway, so it don't make me any difference. But I would go right in the inbox, and i say, you, blah, 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 blah. And they would go, oh, woman of God, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Okay, you either, you either, you either just go ahead and just, you know, give me the credit, tag me in it. You either tag me, just tag me in it. You ain't even got to say my name. Just tag me in it. Let me know you hear the Holy Ghost speaking through me. Just tag me in it. You ain't even got to say my name. Just tag me in it. I'm sorry, woman of God. I'm sorry, woman of God. I'm going to tag you in it. Thank you. That's all. You don't even got to give me the credit because the Holy Ghost gave it to me. And he going to let whoever give it, get it, get it. But just can you just tag me in it, please? So I thank God for those that have uh, integrity uh, and those who uh, actually understand the power of sowing and giving. If you're giving today, you're giving to key powerments. Amen. Dollar sign key powerments. And uh, if you're giving any other way, it's, um, it's Kenya J. Miller. Dot com. Uh, Miss Shea is putting the ways to give on the screen, and I absolutely love God for what he has done, uh, and I praise and thank God. When someone and you receive an impartation, um, you are supposed to sow into that individual um, for allowing God to use them for his glory. We sow 21 here, but whatever it is that the Holy Spirit of God gives you to sow, that is what you sow because it's not the amount, it's the willingness to sow into what God has done. Listen, I love you all uh, with the love of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until Wednesday, remember now, Wednesday are our Wisdom Wednesday, so come with a pen and paper and ready to type down scripture and ready to learn. Uh, Wisdom Wednesday is the day that we will be uh, sitting down and combing through scripture and doing what the Holy Spirit of God has unctioned us to do. So until then, I want you to receive a blessed day, to have a blessed day, because you cannot have what you do not receive. I'm going to say that one more time. You cannot have what you do not receive. I love you with the love of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And there's nothing that you can do about it. And I want to thank you for joining me here on Keep Powerments. Thank you for hearing the word of the Lord. God bless you.